This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for Do Not Scratch Your Eyes is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Get 20% off plus free delivery with the code YOUREYES20 at manscaped.com. And it's like watching a load of wasps attack a barbecue. Penalty! That is a massive decision! I'm with Gianfranco Zola. I feel that Knockart is looking for this penalty. Penalty, 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 penalty. Knockart takes, Almunia saves, Knockart follows in. Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again, Almunia saves again. Now here come Watford, now here come Watford. Forestieri, here's Hawk, Dini! Do not scratch your eyes, do not scratch your eyes, do not scratch your eyes. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. We're joined by some special guests today. I'm going to introduce you first of all to Peter Remnant. Good evening, Peter. Good evening. You're stretching the definition of special if ever I've heard it. Well, <laughs> you didn't see me use the uh, inverted commas, did you, oh, on that's, special? That's, see, that that's fair good. enough, then. That's all reasonable. Peter's from Yuan's TV, so if you've seen any of these wonderful cartoons of us on podcasts, <laughs> and if you remember the Elton John Sandwich in the Bin song the day after uh, we got promoted, this is the guy behind it. Tell us a little bit about Yuan's TV and uh, why you started it, Peter. There, there was a debate back in, I think it was around February, and I was kind of looking for something to see whether or not there was a space to occupy in the kind of fan social media sort of thing. And I saw uh, a note that actually Colin put up when he mentioned hearing something on a, on a podcast where it was, shall we say, a, a senior member of a, a kind of or an older person and a younger person coming together. And the, the younger person didn't really care what happened before 2012. You know, it, it was kind of, what can I do for my bit uh, of that? Now, I have a 16-year-old who is the very definition of, you know, trying to get people interested in something beyond when he first went. 
and obviously kind of reading the Watford Treasury and YBR and Home Tide, etc. everything throughout, it just seemed to me that the club's history is connected to its identity, which is something that under the Pozzos we've been accused of losing. And I just wanted to try to make it even more accessible to come and see some of the history of the club mm. and try and make it a little more relevant, both for the older generation for a bit of nostalgia, but also hopefully for the younger generation. Um, so, I mean, I, I get some comments back f- from from one guy um, who turned around and said, well, you know, thanks very much for the nostalgia and my six-year-old is loving the history lessons. So it's trying to make it even more palatable, hopefully, uh, for people to see and listen. And then basically, you know, creating a false background, talking nonsense, trying to give some context to the highlights or the snapshots of player reviews or matches of the time. That's really all it is. Marvellous. So you mentioned yellow, black and red there, which uh, neatly brings me on to our next couple of guests. Good evening to Colin and Nick from Yellow, Black, Red. How are you? Good, thanks, Good evening. Um, Colin here. I'm very well, thank you. Feeling very special and very well. <laughs> well, that's the Good. main thing. Good. <laughs> so, guys, uh, let's talk the new kit. As we stand at the moment, one has officially, or two have been officially released. There's the uh, the home kit and the goalkeeper's kit. Uh, there was a bit of a spoiler on the away kit, I think, uh, a couple of nights ago. What do you think of the new kit? Oh, it, it, it's one of them things, isn't it? Until, until you see it in the flesh kind of thing and being played, um, you never quite sure everyone's first reaction no matter how nice the kit is oh that's bloody awful that oh yeah <laughs> when are we going to bring back like Iveco on the front and just a little bit of red and black trim and the collar and cuffs yeah but, um I think it could be a grower I'm going to be honest here I think it could be a grower having said that I get really excited with these little pre-launches and sort of all the language that's used and stuff and um it comes out and it's almost like one of them shampoo adverts where they talk about it's sweat wicking abilities and the quality of the cloth it's made in and what yeah. does um, it absorb beer that's all I care yeah, about does, <laughs> does it tear when you're getting thrown out yeah. cold that's what you need to worry yeah, about yeah 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 thank you Justin <laughs> that's alright there is a distinct lack of red in the kit I noticed yes no red at all which was a bit mm. bit of a for I me. was at um, I was at the Stevenage game last night so it's the first time I've, I've bought the kit I've got the shirt. I was at Stevenage last night watching the, the fantastic one-all draw. And it's like watching a load of wasps attack a barbecue. It <laughs> it really is quite off-putting, actually. It, it's fine when they're facing away from you because it's just yellow. I can deal with that. But when they're coming towards you, it's it's like you're under siege from a, a bee's nest or something. It's um, Yeah, it's not for me, I'll, I'll be honest. And I, and I get what Colin means by it's a grower. The sponsor's too big. It yeah. takes up far too much of the shirt. Uh, and with the greatest respect, guys, I'm a little bit rotund. So... Stripes that go across me don't flatter me very much. Yeah, this will be why I'm not buying the home kit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you and I'll raise you both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, I do. I mean, we've spoken previously about goalkeeper kits. And we've both agreed grown men shouldn't be seen in goalkeeper kits. However, I quite like that one this season, that blue kit. I think that's rather nice. And I think you could get away with wearing that as well, to be honest. Yeah, it's smart what they've done in the sense it's only available in short sleeve. Yeah. Which was the problem I had with grown men wearing it. Because it was long sleeved. Yeah, even a, even a long sleeve, you know, home or away shirt, I find unacceptable. It's no, it's unnecessary. What do you think, Nick? What are your thoughts? I quite like the new kit. I must admit, I like that it does the whole playing with the idea of being hornets. A bit different, so I quite like it. Whether I actually go out and get one is another thing because I'm uh, sad, got the same issues as everyone else. But <laughs> I do, I do agree that the uh, the sponsors logo is way, way too big. 
Yeah. There has been some talk that you might be able to get one without a sponsor's logo. So I'd be quite up for that. Not so much because it's a gambling company. There's issues there, but more just because I, I sort of object to paying 50 quid and then turning into a billboard for a different company. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that. I quite like it. I quite like the idea that people will see a, a, a siege of hornets around a barbecue. I think that's, I, I see that as a plus. There you go. It's all about opinions, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the consensus seems to be we're not quite sure yet, but we might grow to like it. And anyone who's over a size medium probably will avoid it. I think that's kind of where we're at with that, isn't it, really? Yeah. Pre-season so far, been a bit underwhelming, in my opinion. Carl, you went to Stevenage. Did anybody go to the West Brom game? Yep. What yep. did you think of it? It's a first pre-season game. It's always going to be... Everything's going to be kind of bent out of shape. After 60 minutes, I mean, we were basically playing with a, an under-18 side, Josh King and uh, Rob Elliott in goal. And in fairness to, to those lads, they did well to keep West Brom at bay for half an hour and it'll be good for their development, which is always a kind of a sweet, in, a sweet spot interest for mine. I think in the first half, I mean, Cucho was undoubtedly the excitement in terms of going forward. I thought Dini did actually all right in in uh, he looked he looked trimmer than he ever has done. He looks better when the ball is played into his feet or into his chest rather than wellied from 60 yards to his head and expected to control it somehow. And there was a number of little times when he would basically kind of just reverse the ball round, which is, which if you're playing with a 4-3-3 and you're playing as a number nine is what you've got to do. You're playing with your back to goal primarily and you've got to use Saar or Kucho's pace and he did that really well. I think what was apparent was with clever Gosling and Atebo, um, we lacked a bit of pace, a bit of a ball carrier, somebody with a bit more dynamism. We know what you're going to get from Gosling and Cleverly. You know, you get a seven out of ten each time. Uh, Atebo slowly grew into the game and looked uh, looked pretty reasonable as a uh, what would traditionally be called a water carrier in old in old money. Mm, I think he'll be a good signing. Yeah, I think he will be. But of course, in terms of whether or not they're going to bring somebody like Ferguson in from Aberdeen or whoever, I think is all going to be dependent on what happens with Will Hughes and with Chalabar. And yeah. for me, for the for the kit launch, the best thing was seeing Chalabar in the video because it means that he hasn't actually gone yet because I think he can you know he can add to uh, add to the group if he stays talking to Hughes and Chalabar what are your thoughts on that Colin on the on the, the Hughes thing particularly I, th- I think it's looking like Will Hughes has gone doesn't it isn't it is is playing for the under 23s last night uh there, there's there's no noises being made at all that are giving me hope that he's going to be staying like uh, I think with more chance of Purvis Estepian coming back <laughs> wearing a Watford shirt again it's a shame um, he did make a massive difference last season, but I, th- I think the signs were there quite early on that he wouldn't be coming back. Chalabar, I am hopeful. I am hopeful Nate will stay. I think, um, like Peter said, he, he makes a lot of difference in that midfield. I, I think I, I could almost stand Hughes going if, if we kept Chalabar and the, the potential he was showing. Yeah. But I think Will Hughes is gone. Yeah. yeah, it's not looking particularly good, is it, to be honest? It is looking a bit final, I think. Carl, any highlights from the uh, Stevenage match last night? Uh, the burger was lovely. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but I ate too. I was starving. I had no dinner. First half poor, and that was that was probably the stronger lineup really when we started. But the I don't know if anybody saw the goal that we conceded. It it was it was um, a calamity of errors at the back concerns me very much. So I think from the first half, Danny Rose, despite not looking the fittest, was superb. Honestly and truthfully, was getting about the pitch, putting tackles in, wanting the ball, trying to get the play moving. Get it, get it upfield. So I, I was impressed with that. And then the second half, the young kids came on a bit like what what you said uh, with against the against West Brom. And and to be fair to them, they could have gone on and nicked it in the second.
second half. They they had enough about them. I was I was really uh, impressed with uh, the young lad Everton. Lula Everton. Really impressed with him. I think he's he's got a big future ahead of him. Yeah, look, it, I don't take too much out of it really. Preseason, you know, today we've lost to Arsenal four one, and, and everybody's having a meltdown because pretty much every first team player has played. But with the greatest respect, that was in one half, and then they put the 18s on in the second Absolutely. half, and we got you know we got handed one, and that was Arsenal's decent side they put out. So I'm not worried. I think we I think we've got enough about us this this season. But the Hughes and Chalaber um, issues need need tying up very quickly, or we need to be bringing somebody in. I think to to cover that because I think Hughes is a big loss for us, and, and Chalaber even more so. Yeah, I'm not sure Gosling's the answer. I mean, he's he was good last season. Don't get me wrong, but I think he still needs someone a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he'd he'd be a great signing. Honestly, I think he'd be a fantastic signing if he could bring him in. Who's this? Lewis, Lewis Ferguson. Ferguson. Oh, Lewis Ferguson. Sorry, I spoke over you. Okay, Lewis Ferguson. Yeah. So, yellow, black, red guys. What's coming up in the next edition of the fanzine? Well, it's funny you should talk about um, preseason. Well, I suppose it's not that surprising, really. But there's a big preseason theme going on in um, in this month's edition. Um, I went to the most prestigious preseason friendly of them all, which was the under 23s at Hitchin, and I've uh, I've I've written about that. It's a it's a it's a fantastic ground to go to. Uh, mm. So I've talked a little bit about the uh, the ground, the experience, the uh, the eccentrics you meet at non-league games, <laughs> and also some in, also a little bit about the match in there. And I've also I've also written about uh, a trip to Hull some years ago for a nil-nil draw. So that was uh, oh. was one of the more futile days of my existence. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we've got a little bit of that. We've also got um, some thoughts on going back to uh, on being back at matches from Francis Lynn, a former supporter of the season. So we have uh, two supporter of the se- supporters of the season in there uh, with Collins' win last year. Talking about Roberto Pereira, possibly a more positive spin on Roberto Pereira than some might be giving. But there were he's, a, had... he's a Marmite player, isn't he? He splits he splits it right down the middle. He is. Well, reading it did make me did make me remember that there were plenty of good bits, and it's mm. really difficult to remember them after his last season with us. Mm. Yeah. It's really quite difficult to remember a time when he wasn't just sort of messing about a little bit in midfield and not really doing very much. So we've got a bit of that. Colin might want to say a little bit more about how frustrated he was with with some of the stuff that happened around the Euros last month, as well as obviously... (laughs) (laughs) I I managed to get four pages basically moaning like mad about sort of the aftermath of the Euros. Uh, Really disillusionment with international football. And it it sort of, for me, it highlights that I'm more of a a Watford fan perhaps than a football fan per se. Uh, Yeah, you expect a bit of moaning when I'm there. So there's there's me moaning. It's all about opinions. That's it. That's, That's it. what it is. Absolutely. I did also notice uh, you've you've written a bit about Z cars and something that struck me. Uh, certainly, when you and I were together, Carl, and I think Jason as well at one of the England games. Every time our phone went off, the ringtone was Z cars. <laughs> it was the same. Yeah. <laughs> Independently, we've all got Z cars as our ringtone. Yes. What I've essentially what I've said is that it is completely unsuitable as uh, run out music for Watford, except for the fact that it has been our run out music for the last fifty eight years. I think it is and thus it has to stay our run out music absolutely I'll be honest I'm not actually that familiar with the origins of it because if if you speak to Everton fans we stole it Mm. It, yeah we completely did it was Bill McGarry the manager at the time it was his favourite TV show and they'd had it I think about 18 months beforehand and it's a is it a Liverpool uh, Liverpoolian's kind of sea shanty or something yeah it's Johnny Todd Um, so there are there are words for this online but yeah it's basically it's an old an old Liverpool folk song it got used for Z Cars because Z Cars is a Liverpool programme set around Liverpool Mm. Everton 
Everton adopted it, it does at least have some Liverpool links. And Watford nicked it because it's Bill McGarry's favourite TV programme. <laughs> yeah. um, it makes no sense whatsoever. And the other thing I say in the article, this, the, the tune doesn't make any sense either. I, I said it sounds like a, it sounds like a lament for a sailor lost at sea, or at least the first few bars do. Yeah. Um, it just it just it works because now we're all conditioned completely. That drum roll, that Z cars, we're at the yeah. ground, it's and just, that's why it has to stay. Just as you oh, said, um, drum roll there, the hairs went up on the back of my arm. It's just absolutely. one of those things. You yeah. just you, just to hit that first bar, you go right. They're coming out. Here we go. Yeah. It's just oh, yeah. it's a, it's not a particularly good bit of music, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And if exactly. ever I got famous and I was on something like Desert Island Discs, I go, I'm having that because it'll just remind me of every Watford game I went to or whatever. It's just it's well the uproar f- throughout the, the fan base when we weren't using it for a period of time. Yeah, but I mean, come on, I'm still standing. What a terrible choice to yeah. use, really. It was just <laughs> yeah. absolutely awful. Yeah. As they walked out, you just felt. Mm. And it was a slight dip in our fortunes as well. If you notice when that happened as well, I know we. Uh, I think. I think if the if memory serves, we'd won the, the semi final, hadn't it? we? Yeah, and then after that we were sort of promoting Rocket Man, and then we lost every game <laughs> after that. We were sort of hoping to beat Wolves and get into the top seven, and that never happened. Well, and... that was very cringy. That Rocket Man thing. I, I was didn't awful. Enjoy that. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. enjoy that. It was very cringy. Uh, that, that was. I mean, Elton John didn't need us to do that, does he? At games, no. to let you, yeah, I'd love him to death. But I think it was um, John Barnes as well. Like, like oh yeah, yeah. You were supposed to be singing Rocket Man or something, weren't you? And he was going to yeah. judge he was the best singer or something. Come yeah, on. but. And then didn't he crack on into the his rap? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> did he? Is that what bring him out whenever. Come on, John. I think it's compulsory if John Mark Barnes makes yeah. a, makes a public appearance these days. He sort of has to do the rap. That's just, yeah. Just yeah. Sort of but he, if you ever if you ever see him do it, he kind of goes, "Oh no, uh, I don't want to do it." And then I don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden, out comes the mic. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. It was one of them things where they, they sort of they had that big banner that covered the rookery and sort of was almost like a record for being a large thing. And then we had the biggest. England winner ever in size I think he was at the time John coming around trying to G us up to do this chanting and it was like oh stop it because they, they put the lyric sheets on the on the chairs and people made paper yes. airplanes out of them yeah. wasn't it the Southampton game with that freakishly early goal as well was it the, six, the six seconds yeah wasn't, wasn't it the game, same game I think it was the same no, game, night game. Uh, game wasn't it? this one was definitely an evening game uh, it wasn't I an think evening it was game Ars- I think it was Arsenal I looked that up I thought it was Southampton because I think my brother-in-law was with me and he doesn't go very often he goes what's this and I went that way it's not every game we don't do this every game honest but I'll look it up anyway you do wonder though why football clubs keep trying to attempt to do this because I think it was was it Raksu who came out when we, at half time when we were 3-0 down to United I went right come on everybody let's go and you're going yeah right good luck <laughs> yeah alright <laughs> I'm going to get a pint and a pie one of exactly. those lads is from West Watford though isn't he from Raksu yeah, they are from Watford yeah yeah, Watford, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. that's right I don't know if any of you have seen Rocket Man but there's a blink and you miss it reference to yeah. Watford Football Club and it literally yeah. it's just like and that's it and you go oh. I mean if you've read Elton John's book he mentions Watford a lot and talks about Watford a lot and says it saved his life and yet in the he, film Ian Bolton tells a, a fantastic story about parties at Elton John's house. Oh, that's fantastic yeah if you listen to our Ian Bolton podcast there's a it's really a lot good more story. mundane but I do love the fact that in his book Elton John talks about the fact that the, 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 he met David Furnish in the evening the afternoon he was watching Watford lose to Port Vale on teletext fantastic. and I thought that really <laughs> makes him sound like a proper fan proper fan that very yeah. convincing yeah, yeah the fact I like that, that. I can remember that I do respect him for it actually 
actually, I do because he he uh, you know he's multi millionaire. He, he's still in love with the club. It's it is it's quite nice, really. It does say something about about love in all its ways that somebody could say you're better than an afternoon watching us lose to Port Vale on Teletext. I mean that is <laughs> that is absolutely. I like to think it was in the wedding vows. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I hope Ken Semmer included that somehow last week. <laughs> and talking of Elton John, you do quite a good Elton John impression, Peter. That sandwich in the bin. That was you singing. Well, I'm fat. I wear glasses. Uh, you know what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I think we want another rendition, Peter. That's what we want. Yeah. Oh, it's funny you should say that because, oh no, I thought of John Barnes for a minute. Um, <laughs> oh, you can do the rap. That was fantastic, though. I mean, when I heard that, I thought, oh, someone's got a proper Elton John impersonator in here to do this. And then when you said to me, no, that was me, I was like, really? Fantastic. Well, that that was the second take because I'd recorded it, hoping to put it out after we would triumphantly beat Luton at Kenilworth Road. I thought, oh, what a time to launch it. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> in that, pa- in, we, they did a Watford on you. Yeah, so, so I had to there had to be a change of lyrics and a quick re-record which was done very quickly and just oh sod it that'll do yeah. wait till we're wait till we're promoted chuck it out that'll be it that'll be the that'll be the kind of stealthy launch of the channel well, it um, certainly did that mate as soon as i saw it, i thought this is fantastic i love this so well, the, idea, the idea was just to make a few people smile i mean i did get i did get pelters from uh from one person on on the ybr <laughs> facebook and Col- colin came in and stood up for me and said no 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 it's banter and i was sitting there going no it really isn't it really isn't but, yeah. hi this is is Peter Taylor, the mayor of Watford, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Now, Carl, you seem to be the person to go to when anyone's got a problem with their tickets at the moment, which a lot of people <laughs> seem to have. So uh, I'm not suggesting that everybody bombards Carl's social media with please help me. But has anybody oh. else noticed any problems with the electronic tickets at all? Or seems fine. I, it might, well, I haven't uh, actually used one for, for a game yet. It seems you just have to... So you've got to download Google Pay or Apple Pay, and then you open, create an account on their system. I haven't tried downloading it yet, but I don't think you're supposed to be able to. Seems okay, I think. Yes, so I don't know if anyone's seen Watford have actually sent an email out this evening just before we, yeah, we start yeah. recording about that the season tickets are not going on the app everybody's getting obsessed with the app that everything's going on to the app and people without smartphones can't that it's not going on to the app it's going to be on your ticket system that you book your tickets on so it's it's I get for a, for a certain age group I can see where the problems lie and I, I understand that and I'm completely on their side and I was even helping people on Twitter the other day you were, um, you were. but I, I, I think the club of kind of taken that on board now and as I understand it they will be allowing the season cards to be reused. Now one thing I think I did read in that email is that you can only give your ticket to somebody in your immediate friend group or something is which that you, right? Which you have to create on that ticket Which so I've put you in mine like I said in case you ever wanted to go to an away game or, or whatever it was. Right. So yeah you can create your own kind of groups of people so theoretically you're only then allowed to give your ticket which is right to the people that are in your friend group in your friend group which you have to yeah. do in advance presumably yeah I've... but I don't think you have to transfer it or anything like that there's no there's no mention of it needing to be transferred or, or you know a secret document signed and I give permission for this person to use my ticket okay usually it's really easy I've transferred apps I've transferred tickets on a couple of apps and once it's up and running it's actually really easy yeah. to do usually you just yeah. get a code or something so it's not too bad yeah I, I think we I think everyone's just panicking because it's we've been away from football for so long we all want to get back as quickly as possible and nobody wants any barriers in their way. They just want to go. Mm. And, I, and, and I get everyone's frustrated. That, Why are they changing it now? What's the point? I mean, I, I sort of get that, but I 
also think that in the last in the last 10 years or whatever, little issues like this have come up all the time and the club have sorted them. Now, I yeah. might be overstating this, but it does feel like one of the reasons for that is what is how good a job Dave Messenger has done as the uh, mm-hmm. support liaison officer. And I actually I'll be interested to see who replaces him and whether that makes things any different. But I just I just think it, it feels have like... You, have you replied, Nick? <laughs> no, I'm, I am... Uh... <laughs> I am happy teaching. I am happy teaching economics to seventeen-year-olds. Or happy probably overstates it. If I'm honest, but <laughs> that's miserable. Miserable teaching them, but I'm still not going to. I get paid yeah. too much, so I'm not doing. Well, he's got six weeks but... off now. Why? Well, we yeah, exactly. Can't argue with it. Uh, so, first game of the season, Villa at home. What do we think? How do we think we're going to do? Is Ashley Young going to get a rapturous welcome? Is the question? Will yeah, Will Hughes sonic. get a rapturous welcome if he joins Villa? That's another question. Oh. I mean, yeah, look, I, I've got no problem with um, Ashley Young. I think, to be fair, I don't think it was necessarily the best signing we could have made anyway. I think, you know, he's, he's gone to Villa, fair enough. He'd done wonderful things for us while he was at the club. They, they're celebrating in front of the rookery. Did that annoy me at the time? Yes. You know, look, he, he, he's a great player. He's gone on to win titles in wherever he's been, really. So, uh, apart from obviously Villa. But yeah, look, I've, I've got no problem with him. I, I, I won't be booing him, but I'm sure he'll get a warm welcome if he scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just can't wait to get back actually I'm really looking forward to it I'm, uh, you know it's just been so long I did go to one of the games during Covid last year I went to the Rotherham United wasn't it I went to I think yeah, yeah. it's so forgettable yeah. I can't remember yeah I went to the Rotherham <laughs> game and uh, it just wasn't the same it didn't feel like a game it, it felt like a training match really the atmosphere was pretty poor it'd be interesting to just see what the atmosphere is like on the first game I think it's going to be pretty special actually I think it'd be good yeah the, the, the away I think there was 12 1300 of us at, at Stevenage last night and it, it was a good atmosphere yeah right. there was more more of, more of us than I think Stevenish fans to be fair so um, no I'm looking forward to it I think that the, and that's the thing with Vicarage Road I think if you can get that place rocking if you can get it everyone up for it it's a real tough place to go and play football yeah. real tough place absolutely do not scratch your eyes Peter, what's coming up on Nuance TV? What we got coming up on the X Files? Well, we had. Um, so, I mean, we've got at the moment four kind of regular series, if you like, and we just put out yesterday was the um, 1978 Manchester United away, which kind of made Luther Blissett kind of <laughs> notoriety on a national basis. That was the League um, Cup, wasn't it? That game, League Cup. That was a League Cup fourth round. Yeah. So, uh, that, I mean, that the header. That, that is the header. But I mean, yeah. it's it's about. I mean, what, what we're trying to what we're trying to do with, especially with the match of the day stuff, is to try to create a little kind of archive. So it's about going and getting better footage than is online and trying to put it in one place so people can go to it and see it. So that that's just come out. There's going to be a, uh, about two or three coming out in the next couple of weeks. What we tend to try to do is focus on either one particular match if it's iconic. Um, some of the games on there, for example, the one that's, uh, that we did with Everton, uh, there's three games on it, but it goes from 82-83, uh, which was the first match in the top flight. It then goes to 84-85, which was Tony Coton's first game. The only one I'll ever show that is a Watford defeat, clearly. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like to be biased, if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, but but it was an iconic game, and then one from um, Graham GT's last last season, so that it shows the team how it graduates through you know through GT's first era. But some have multiple games, others don't. Others you know others will kind of focus and, and be be one shot like the like the Notts County. Everybody's seen the five three, but it was a question of trying to get the better copy on and, and try and get it on, and then I talk nonsense around it. So we've got two or three of those coming out. There's a couple of short X files coming out, which are going to focus on uh, two players primarily. Will Frostron and Ronnie Rosenthal and again they're going to be kind of quick because Ronnie was only only played 30 games for us which is astonishing yeah, um, one but, season. But, but made a huge impact on the dressing room and on the third division especially on the on the Blackpool goalkeeper um, who's probably still <laughs> having trauma now and we've got um, and there, 
there'll be a new question time. So we started off um, a new one recently and we kind of focused on the Botso model. And the way we did this was basically I am sort of you on TV along with my 16-year-old son. And he wanted, he said, no, you've got to do something that's, you know, for, for more modern people. So we agreed he would come up with a question and I'd have to answer it in sort of alternative ways. So either graphics or... And, and the question was, uh, has has the GoPro ended Ben Foster's career at Watford? <laughs> I was like, well, so and I, I immediately went, no. <laughs> right? And now here's why. And yeah. this is all this is all the stuff. And of course, you get everybody going, how dare you even suggest that? You go, have you seen the video? And yeah. they went, no, <laughs> but yeah. I'm still upset anyway. Yeah. So there's, there's a new one of that coming out. And it's interesting that you mentioned Roberto Pereira, because that's going to be focusing on the 25 most expensive players that Watford have signed and working through some statistical analysis as to whether or not they have offered value. This is just going to look at their transfer. So this is the capital expense, how much Mr. Pozzo has laid down or handed into Udinese, one of the two, um, and how much of that money was good or how much money of it was otherwise entertained. Mm. And <laughs> One and player so springs to mind, but I'm not going to say anything. Carry on. All I'm going to say is the statistics actually tell a quite interesting story and people who you don't think would come out that well. Yeah, no, they don't come out that well. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are people who are even worse. I think that's the best way of saying it. Okay, fair enough. Excellent. Well, I look forward to that. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. A couple of other things we've got in the magazine um, this week. A couple from some people who hopefully are going to um, provide um, some sort of content going forward. So first one is from the new group, uh, Women of Watford, so Kate Lewis, who's uh, one Kate of the people who set up the, uh, the set up the group, just talks a little bit about the reasons for setting up the group. So that's that's really good. And also, there's uh, there's a piece by um, a couple of chances who've set up a podcast. So that's not bad. I wonder who they could be. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thank you very much uh, for asking us to do it. I'm, I'm delighted to get involved with that. It's a great thing. So Carl's written the first piece. I think we're going to do a joint piece next time, aren't we? We've we are. Yeah, we are. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest. And I say this to both Colin and Nick. Um, honestly, thank you so much for allowing us to do that because um, it's something that I've always wanted to do. But honest, confidence-wise, I haven't got the confidence to do it. So to, to kind of be under the guidance of, of you guys and, and with Justin, um, no, it was it was really uh, really nice to do. Yeah, no, I really, really really enjoyed reading it. Thank you. And who knew that two pages on how to get your ticket through the uh, through the through the WhatsApp could actually go? The, <laughs> I know, could be yeah. so entertaining. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've even put yeah. Carl's address on there. If you want to write to him, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting fan mail now. Exactly. <laughs> if I could also add, um, YBR be on sale before the Villa game. We're aiming to bring out about nine issues this season, and they'll only be on sale for the first game that they're sold. Because to be honest, myself and Nick still want a bit of football life and sort of, <laughs> of course entertainment. So, um, but we'll be on sale before the Villa game. There is a strange sure. foreign concept called money. I know not many people carry it anymore, but anyone that fancies picking up a copy it'd be three pound unfortunately due to the fact that phone signals get wiped out as soon as more than two thousand people get in the stadium it will <laughs> cash only but um feel free come along give us three quids give us a try please We'd appreciate yeah it. and where can we find you colin that's the most important thing uh normally about the same place we sell the watford treasury but for those that don't know it's opposite the old printers in vicarage road by the cemetery wall we put up a little banner and but there used to be a burger van opposite didn't it normally <laughs> that's it yeah i've seen yeah. you there carl sort of queuing yeah. Yeah, I'm always in there, mate. Always in there. They'd have to queue it up three times just to get a fresh one each time. That's admirable, mate. <laughs> you, you wait. Next edition, two pages on why those burgers were better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me and Justin have got to do a joint one next That's time. It, so yeah, he, yeah. I think he'll have the creative spark on the next outing. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, chaps, thank you very much for your time. It's been yeah, lovely you being here. Just do a regular thing because it's, um, it, it's nice to actually, as, as lovely it is just talking yeah. to Justin. Um, it's, it's nice to. <laughs> we're going to run out of each other's stories gonna, at one point and we're going to go, oh, I've other, heard so this story. We're trying to bring other people into our relationship. Yeah, so obviously, if you want to talk about what's coming up in the next edition, next month or whatever, I mean, nine editions, I assume you're doing monthly, are you? Or you sort of. Pretty much. It's going to depend to some extent when when home games are and i think the next one's not for another four weeks so the next one's going to be i think the 11th of september something like that but yeah yeah thank you very much for your time it's been lovely having you here fantastic hi this is johnny phillips and you're listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast don't forget we do have a fantasy football league i think we've got about what 20 teams in there already maybe more 20. 27 I've just counted 27 is it wow okay if you'd like and to, growing and growing wow if you'd like to join our fantasy football league you need to make a team on the official Premier League app or website I think you need to apply to come into our league the code for that is all lowercase it's uh, Juliet Bravo X-Ray Lima Zero Foxtrot so that's JBXL0F if you put that code in it will come to our league you can join it's not going to be difficult to beat me because it's one of those things where I set a team up with all good intentions of monitoring it and uh, doing wonderful things with it and by October I think I forgot about the team completely and I'm looking at the bottom of the league and nothing I will do will ever propel me up to the top and I sort of think mm, I'll leave it now it won't you be get bored to, of it do you yeah well, I'm not bored I just kind of forget it or I'll have a really good week where I get 112 points and I think oh I'm on fire and then the following week I'll play a triple captain and he'll do terribly and I'll get six mm. points and I go yeah I can't be bothered with this anymore but anyway, I'm going to make an effort because what we'll do is we'll do updates in the podcast about who's in the top 10 or whatever. So yeah. make sure you join. I've our got league. a prize for the winner as well. There you go. And a prize as well. What if I win it? Do I get a prize? Well, theoretically. Theoretically. We're not like other podcasts. We can't give away new kits, unfortunately. I think you warned. No, no. Are giving you away. <laughs> he's giving away kits. Interesting. He lives in San Francisco, I think. So I don't know if he's going to sort of buy them from the club and ship them from the club and pay for them. I don't know. We should if, ask him. Why is he getting these kits? He's getting them free. Maybe we should ask some prizes to give away. What do you think? Don't think. No. Don't think that'll happen. No. Honestly and truthfully, I think you're right. If I if we threw a fiver up in the air at Watford, it would come down as a fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to keep that bit in or not. I'll keep uh, it in. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. It's always lovely to have your company. We'll be back again soon. Um, we've got Richard Short coming up as a special guest. I think you've got some players sort of on the back burner. Um, All waiting, primed, ready to go. I'm really looking forward to that. That's good. So there's uh, some names coming up there to uh, hopefully excite you. Uh, we'll be back with our usual programming as well. Season two of the podcast starts in August. Season two, mate. Get in. You know I mean, I've got a new new title music and everything ready to go. Very exciting. Oh. I know. So I haven't uh, even heard it yet. No, you Brilliant. have. You have. I played it for you ages ago. Oh, You've just you? forgotten about it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. right. Oops. Might have been when we've been drinking a lot of Stella up at the Red Lion, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, my memories of June and the whole uh, England tournament is Stella yeah. in the Red Lion. <laughs> Yeah, I went back to the other beers. Today. I thought I'm going to make a conscious effort now. <laughs> Time no to get back. Beers. <laughs> 
you know, God bless him. He had no other beers on, so it was Stella or nothing. Yeah. What was you talk- like, guys? Uh, we've got Stella, uh, <laughs> or I mean, if, you, if Justin, if you want, you can have a Stella. Or I'll tell you what, I'll if, have a Stella. If you don't like that, you can have a Stella. And the problem was as well that as the football went on, you think, oh, I'll just have another one. I'll have another one, and I got home, yeah. and in my sort of banking app, crashed said, out. <laughs> Payment to number eight, <laughs> red line. <laughs> mm, had a good night then. Anyway, enough of that. Thank you very much for joining us. It's lovely to have your company. We'll be back again soon. Until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later. See you later. You all. Get 20% off and free delivery with the code YOURIS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free delivery at manscaped.com. And use the code YOURIS20. Your balls will thank you. Podcast Network. Whether you need the perfect gift for the adults in your life or you're shopping for yourself, Virginia Lottery has you covered. The holiday scratchers are beautiful and a lot of fun. Not to mention Virginia's New Year's Millionaire Raffle is back. And as a gift for yourself, VirginiaLottery.com has tons of games perfect for when you're stuck in holiday traffic or in line at the store. For game odds and information, visit VALottery.com. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.